And if I right. posted a picture that didn't get enough likes or didn't get enough activity or something like that, I would feel weird. I would be like, ah, like, why is my, why am I feeling like my self-worth has gone down because of this? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Almost Cool. Jordan over here, Marty over there. I'm over here, I swear. Over there. All right. What's going on, y'all? How we doing today? Good. Good. All right. <laughs> I don't know why. Whenever I like get kind of scatterbrained, I do that little bit. Just yeah, as a, talk to just the crowd, a, but then yeah, audience, not crowd. Just but. as a space filler. <laughs> but <laughs> I like it because people have told us that whenever they're listening to our podcast in the car, it's a conversation, and they feel like they're a part of the conversation. So I mean, I, it's like introducing hey. someone, like, "Hey, That's guys!" Good. Like come on in where you know water's fine <laughs> water's fine that's what we want that's what we want i'm the voice of the people on this podcast I, no don't take that literally <laughs> yeah like, i was like well you're a, not alone on this <laughs> <laughs> oh man but anyway so today everyone we are talking about character development and not so much in stories but hey everyone's life is a story mm-hmm and as lame as that sounded, we're going to talk about us developing our own character, not only as men, just but also as people in general. And uh, I think this is a a really good, just kind of conversation to have because it, honestly, I've I've never had a conversation about actually. So tell me about your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never, like, never once. It know? seems to me that care like when you when i think of oh what's my character traits they seem so vague but they're like in reality they're so specific they yeah. like when you're like kindness is like a character trait that is embedded in me and i can't change that like i feel like yeah. kindness is something that i'm i'm more of a pushover just because i'm i will be more kind and that's just a character trait of mine right but it, it's it's weird when someone's like oh what are your character traits and you say kindness and seem you're like well what kind of kindness or like what you know what do you do it's it's like a weird thing where you just we all just generalize these character traits on who we are but we don't really understand where or why that we have yeah. those characters or where they came from or like why we value them and we talked a lot about in the last episode about being wrong and this one it, i i have so many like correlations that i can make with that past episodes because when you're developing character there for me it's this thing of maturity and when you get older you realize that you weren't always right and you're and it's going back to the whole conversation of yeah, open your mind to being wrong all the time and right yeah <laughs> but specifically with character development i had a a weird epiphany where we're we're 25 years old and we're still we're quarter life crisis is is like all right here on our, in our oh, dude on our I'm full blown <laughs> right but, uh, in the middle of it and when i when i was looking at it you know having conversations with people that are in their 50s and 60s you're like man you obviously you developed your character over this your whole life and when you're talking about it from a from a 25 years of experience there is it's so hard because i feel like i'm still so young and i'm still developing and when mm -hmm. you're developing in, in this development phase of my life it's weird to talk about it because i can talk about where i was years ago yeah but but I can't really talk about, I, I can talk about the way I am now, but it's more from a perspective of like where I'm going, like where, like, where is this, right. like, what's my path that I'm going to be this person? Because like self-awareness of all these mental 
health issues and topics that we were talking about, they like, when was the turning point when you realized in your life where you like switched on the switch to self-awareness where like you were growing as a kid, like a kid and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're made aware of anxiety or you're made aware of mm-hmm. uh, self-confidence and these topics kind of like you're being introduced and you kind of, I flipped a switch in like beginning of college to being like, oh, I'm, I'm aware that I have anxiety or, and I'm aware yeah. of this thing now. And that's honestly where he, that's where the development started. I think like there was subconscious development that whole time of like parents teaching you things and like things you learned growing up. There's right. this character development for me, it was been the past like six years, seven, seven years where I can flip this switch and be like, oh, I'm aware of these things now. Like, uh, and it's almost, I'm not saying I'm too aware. I'm still battling yeah. these things every day, but it's like, when did you flip that switch? When did you become like self-aware that, Hey, I can heal from these things. And I, you know, don't need to be internal. If that makes sense self-aware um i think that is split into two different times so i think when i was a kid honestly i was aware of okay this is making my feelings hurt you know like some kid didn't want to hang out with me anymore you know called me a you know a poo-poo head or something like that <laughs> how dare he <laughs> third grade was wild third no, but, <laughs> but after being rejected for the first time you know because before that you know when you're a kid it's just like hey do you want to fucking play yeah let's play that sounds awesome that That sounds sounds great great. and you don't really have any insecurities until you get rejected that first time when someone's and someone told me no i don't want to hang out with you and then they'd walk away and then go hang out with the with my friends that i did have and i was like (laughs) what (laughs) so that was like i I think the first time I was actually aware of my insecurities, Mm -hmm. I think that, oh man. Okay. So, so this is the first time I had to decide what was right and wrong in the moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Um, so if everyone listened to the straight from the tap episode that we were on, if y'all went and listened to their, uh, podcast um they asked me hey what do you think about like how how did you grow up or whatever and i said i was like dude i was one of the only white kids in my high school or in my school in general growing up and i was like i didn't it, i had all this different diversity around me it never really affected me you know being uncomfortable around different people mm-hmm. but i distinctly remember um i was always taught you know don't say the N word. Mm-hmm. Don't. And you know, as I grew up and became more comfortable with people, can't lie, totally did. But I've cut that out of my vocabulary now. I had a very in-depth conversation with someone, completely changed my mind on it. Mm-hmm. And now I don't like to use it. Um, but I remember the first time someone told me to say it. Mm-hmm. And I think I was in second grade. <laughs> I was say like, no idea what it meant or like i was very no uh, that was the thing i did know what it meant oh I did okay know, yeah because i heard it all the time at school okay and meant, yeah i maybe like i asked my parents what the word meant and they're like that's a bad word don't use that word mm-hmm. and i was like okay no you know of course we'll do it i'm seven i'm just trying to be the goodest old boy that i can all right exactly yeah and uh <laughs> there was this kid i remember being in the lunch line and he told me he's like hey jordan say it he's like trying to make me say i'm like and i remember (laughs) battling like what do i do what do i do 
And I didn't say it because it would have made me very uncomfortable and it Mm -hmm. would have made me ashamed of myself. Yep. And so I didn't. And then I went home and just thought about it all day. So I think that was like the first time I made a conscious decision to do something based on character. I didn't know what character was, Mm -hmm. but that was the first time that I did something along those lines. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where you're like, you, yeah, you're faced with a good and bad decision and you chose to make the good one. That's uh yeah. Yeah. At the time it probably made you, I don't know. Like when, especially in second grade, they're like, Oh, yeah, you didn't I was say like, it. You're like, Oh, you're not as cool. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, he made, <laughs> he made fun of me for not saying it. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, I was, this is a bad word. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad word. I'm not supposed to say it. It's a yeah, bad it was- word. <laughs> Yeah, you're saying you're great. You got to put that. I just want to eat my square pizza and fruit cup. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's it. That's really early because, I mean, character, I mean, like, when I specifically think about character development, I, I, I want to say I was aware of my insecurities and in that in high school. Like, I, I think getting jealous, like, of friends and, like, relationships and uh, and just, like, having, like, certain high school anxieties like whatever your kid can kind of relate to i was aware of those i think like they were made like brought to my attention and a lot of the times i like battled the like should i do this should i not do this and right but i i honestly it was it was (laughs) was, like really hard to make the good decision for me like i i I sold weed a little bit uh i had a job after school so i and a car so i you know i had this freedom to make all these bad choices without any consequences and i didn't have i mean my parents were great parents they showed me the way and that's great like they're when i when i look back i'm like you guys did it like you guys were great parents and i'm grateful for that but i mean like i they gave me a lot more freedom than my other siblings had right and not to be not to like it's not that i was smarter than them or anything like this but at a young age i just i was introduced to all their stuff bad things that they were doing so mm-hmm. like smoking weed and and doing drugs and going and being having boyfriends and girlfriends like my brother and sister did all of that like when i was eight years old you know so i'm seeing it from like yeah. a kid's perspective I'm like oh that's it's all good so <laughs> when i got to that point in my life i had all the references of what my brother and sister were doing and so character development yeah. came from them at first like where i was just acting like them i was just trying to not be them but you know like i'm just around them all the time i'm that's my family yeah and I, I just made a lot of bad decisions, but I never got the consequences. So I, the character development, like I didn't get caught or I didn't get uh, put on blast for it and I didn't get grounded or whatever the case may be. So I just was like, yeah, I'm fucking like, I'm doing it. Like, I don't need to be better because yeah, yeah. like, there was no incentive. There was no backlash on me being a shitty person or, you know, having those things like, <laughs> I, uh, or making those bad decisions and being involved in stuff I shouldn't. Um Right. Until and then like I honestly at the end of high school, it's and there's no qualms or quarrels with people from high school or anything. So when I say this, I hope anyone that it was friends with me in high school doesn't take this personally. But I got I reached a point where all these bad decisions have layered up, right? I was like, I you know, I selling weed and like smoking weed and just be you know, being a dumb fuck in high school, just like any other kid. But uh, I had yeah. all but yeah. I had all these different things stacked up and mm-hmm. I re and I was like, I got to get out of here. Like, I don't want this life anymore. I know this is all bad. I don't like, I'm just going to lead me down to a path of like, I don't want to support children one day selling weed illegally. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if it's a legal thing and like it's legalized, whatever, like, you never know what happens. But at the time, of course, it's all legal. So I'm just like, ah, oh, this is terrible. I'm, I'm a criminal. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. Oh, blah, blah. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> my out, my escape goat was like, to leave or go to college in somewhere other state. So I left and was like, removed it from the situation. I was like, okay, this is where in my head, like I was like, okay, you're a good person. You're educated. You're a smart kid. 
you're in school, you're going to do, you're going to do A, B, and C, let's do this thing. Like, and yeah. that's where the kickstart, like really, I, I made a, I was able to make a huge sway and change of being surrounded by people, different people, different uh, environments and different uh, settings and social situations. And it, that's where the development started. That's where my story I think starts. Cause I think everything before that was just subconscious, like me trying to figure out, like, I didn't want to be a shitty person, but I was like, it was this, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, kind of ambiguous. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't know. There's like growing up, there was like multiple selves of mine. And this book that we're, I've been reading for the past couple of days, I want to show you guys. It's called Psychology, that just a brief college course textbook from the 70s. It's really, it's really cool. Um, but it, it explains different layers of yourself. And there's, there's so many different here. Let me open up my notes really quick. Cause this is, this is, this blew my mind when I read it. Cause I thought, <laughs> Before I know I'm just ranting right now, but Jordan, this no, is you're where, good. You're good. This is the part where I got super intrigued because we are talking about these social uh, uh, anxieties and we're talking about all these issues that we personally deal with and that are kind of hidden right. among our like behind ourselves. And when reading these textbooks, it's it opened my mind to where we're having all this feeling and there's no right or wrong because it's all feeling based and it's like all based on yeah. judgments and that kind of deal and intentions. But the book, this like reading psychology books puts it to the science. So when I think about looking back on the rea- like reacting certain ways to a scenario, chemically, now that I'm kind of, I'm not going to say super educated or anything. I read a chapter in a book. How much? <laughs> but uh, but I am opened, smart. Yeah, <laughs> it opened my eyes to like why people like chemically, like physically, scientifically react when in certain ways that they do, and and it's they had they described all these different people in your per in your or like that you are growing up and the three different parts are your body um and the social part of you and the spiritual part of you that's kind of mm-hmm. the way they distinguish and i really want to focus on the social me because the social aspect of our lives is like where most of this is going to come from yeah uh, like so this- can you give a brief little description of each yeah what yeah each one oh is? yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so so the let me open it up because you know I'm not the best uh, articulator, um, but the basically the social me is is it is the it's who you are in front of people. It is the actual appearance of your person and like you the way you act and feel in front of people. This is the okay. it, and it, it involves directly relating uh, with acting uh, or not acting but actively participating in conversations and being mm-hmm. in front of people and. They broke it down and and the self uh, awareness as in like you have a couple of different people that you are. You're like the person who you truly are, who you who your thoughts are for, like, you know, like the real you, the real like 100 yeah. percent, your own thoughts in your head, the way you actually feel about everything. And then like the social part breaks down where you have a social side of you where you hide parts of yourself from other people to be a certain person in front of those people. Right. Yeah. And then it, and then it breaks it down to where you, you're also like, and that, and that breaks down to like people, you're different in front of your family and you're different in front of your friends and you're different in front of your people that you work with, things like that. And I thought this was something that some people dealt with, but I didn't realize this was like a whole study. I didn't realize I wasn't open yeah. minded. Like this was a whole thing that people have been dealing with for a long time and like are educated and have put it to terms and the and the really thing about that is the thing that struck out about this book was they were saying all these different selves that you have 
in a social situation of like being this different person in front of different people, Mm -hmm. you're progressing your maturity at different rates in front of these different crowds because of the person you're trying to be in front of these people. So in, in my case, in a personal experience was with religion. So I was a certain person in front of my religious friends because I didn't want them to know I smoked weed and I didn't want them to know that I was cool with like sexual activity outside of marriage, that kind of deal. So in my maturity in that like section of my life grew a lot faster than my like person who I was hanging out in front of my friends. Right. So I, in my, in my head, I was really mature in my Christian crowd because I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I know what drugs are. I'm aware of like, I'm Mm -hmm. like sexual education is like now on the rise and like, you know, what all that, uh, I'm not going to say bad stuff, but just there's like a, a part of me that was, I felt like was more mature because it felt more adult. Like, yeah. Gotcha. Right. And it was like, so um, is that also dude, just because these were people that you hung out with more, like, like more of your time was spent with uh, them. So you got to invest more of that maturity growth into, you know, just growing that up as much as possible. Yeah, I think I, I mean I I had a good I had a good like you were saying diversity of friends and I don't mean mm-hmm. in race in that I just mean I hung out with Christian people skaters uh you know nerds and like all these different like cliche clip nerds I, <laughs> uh, but it, and but it, so the 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 thing that struck me was I am mature in front of these groups but I'm not mature in front of these friends you know like I'm mm-hmm. I'm a certain maturity in front of these friends so this person that I'm in front of my skater friends is like less mature and less developed than the Christian side of like who I am in front of my other friends. And so I didn't really, I thought that was just a battling of facades, right? I was like, Oh, these are just different people that I'm being in front of, but then it's like like, turning the knob, you know? Yeah. It's like code switching in a way of being like, Oh, exactly what it is. It's just like a different level of code switching. Um, But then you, but then you were like, do that for years. I did that all through middle school and high school, and even a little bit in college of having mm-hmm. all these different kind of things going on. And all of the levels that I was talking about, all are progressing, but all at different levels. And so I don't know, it's like, we were talking about, you have like five different roads, which are all the different people that you are, but they're all leading to the same place. Yeah. But one route just may be a lot longer than the other. And like, right. and it just takes time to develop different character traits uh, to reach the same goal that you obviously had. And I'm kind of getting like a little bit of skybring because it's all new. But uh, it, so, it, like, so by the same goal, like the end point, is that just another term for like true self, like true Martin or true Jordan? Exactly. It's the things that you pick up along these different roads accumulate and then once you have like a full capacity backpack of character traits that's you that's me yep that's okay okay and 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 it's weird because like a lot of that it comes from anxiety like when you're changing yourself to be in Mm -hmm. groups of different people that comes from anxiety you don't want people to judge you and you don't want people to like not be your friend because like especially my religious friends there was a huge group of people if i told them physically i smoked weed they would have drop me in a drop like a drop of a hat like oh nope nope totally stone him we're not gonna be friends and at this moment i right now of course if you told me that i'd be like okay we're not gonna be friends that's cool then in high school yeah just you know i don't have that mindset yet i didn't at least i I didn't and i was like oh i don't want i don't want to lose my friends i don't want to do this like this is a whole thing i love being here i like being around these people and i don't know you know that's a character development uh trait that you end up 
forming through that, I think is especially, I, so I had all these different selves and then I got tired of it. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to be this. I just want to be this. I just, this right here is great. Yeah. Why can't I just be this in front of everyone? And that's the point that I am at now, like where I, I've, my roads have diverged in my whole life. And now they're all at the tip top and they're all combining now. And now it's just Martin. Now it's just like a true self. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I don't know if like, I, it's just, it's just so weird because, you know, you have different levels of maturity. And when I say that, I just mean like my humor when it comes mm-hmm. to maturity is very immature. I love immature humor. I think it's amazing. I think we're dumb. We talk about dumb <laughs> shit all the time. And all I love that. But there's like a, like this right here. There's a maturity where I can switch and be like, okay, I can have a meaningful conversation about myself and like be educated yeah. and be uh, and articulate it. Maybe not as well as I want, but you know, it's, yeah. I can I can sit down and and be mature in this situation. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. It's weird when you have these different levels of maturity and you're acting different. I just want to be Martin. I just want to be the whole time because especially uh, like having these conversations, it's always easy to goof off with you, but it's not easiest to goof off with someone else having an issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like with you, the immature side of my humor comes out where I'm like, ah, like, I, like I can fuck with you. I can say a few things yeah. and we laugh and we can, that's the way we, that's the way we're coping with it. Some people are just super serious when they talk about their problems, they're crying and it's like, whatever <laughs> and then yeah. the maturity side of like the christian like what i developed through the christian side kicks in where i'm like okay you're crying i was an adult in this part of my life and i know what kind of how to act because of that so i'm mm-hmm. gonna like you were saying dr- grab that character trait from that part of my life and use it because it's the most serviceable to yeah. what my situation it's, is it's the tried and true for that specific situation exactly yeah i was thinking about so what I was kind of uh, focusing on when thinking about character development was, one, how, how do we actually develop said character? I say that in such a broad term, mm-hmm. but I started thinking about, like, and don't get me wrong, right and wrong can be two very arbitrary things, def- mm-hmm. you know, depending on what, you know, society you're in or what all these different things yeah, all the different conditions yeah yeah but if you if we like for the sake of this conversation there is a a good you know drive to be a good person and you want to do good character actions mm-hmm. and there's a bad side where you can go into the negative and you're like oh this guy's a piece of shit mm-hmm. you know let's just say for right now that's the two ends of the spectrum that we're working with and I think people, and I'm glad you said this earlier at the very beginning of when did you become, you know, actually conscious of these decisions that you were making? Yeah. Because I think along the line, we do subconsciously make these decisions for ourselves. It's very, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, it's a very selfish thing. It's like, okay, this is what I want. I want to do this. I'm going to go do this. And you mm-hmm. don't really care about, you know, I want to stick, you know, a baseball in a blender because it sounds like a good idea. It sounds fun. I don't care if it breaks the kitchen, you know? I don't care (laughs) if it's my mom's favorite thing that I'm about to Exactly, exactly. It's just what you do. But then somewhere along the line, you start saying, okay, you start thinking of the consequences of these actions. You know, all right, if I put a baseball in this blender, it's going to fly all around. I'm going to lose a baseball. My mom's going to lose a blender. You know, who knows? It could fly up, destroy the ceiling fan, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that 
in itself is a conscious, good character decision because you're actually looking into the future of what could happen if I do this? Like, this is going to be the catalyst. I'm Mm -hmm. going to be the catalyst in the situation. What the hell are we doing here? Like, what's going to happen after this? Mm -hmm. And then after, once, you know, infer a little bit, you form a hypothesis of what's going to be held in the future. You're like, okay, that sounds like a really terrible idea. I'll stay away from it. But some people also be like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to cause so much hell. Like, I can't wait to do this. It's going to make so many people mad. And they go for that. Mm -hmm. And that's just a really simple example that I just kind of thought of. No, no. That 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 relates really, really heavy because uh, there's a sentence in this book. And I won't, won't, I'm not going to like drill you guys with quotes, but this one specifically is, is really good. It's the code of honor of fashionable society has throughout history been full of permissions as well as of vetoes. The only reason for following either which of is that so we best serve one of our social selves. So what you're saying is like, or what that, what that, what is that, what's that saying to me is it, we gear our decisions based on societal, like societal pressures. And when I say mm-hmm. societal, I just mean the people around us, the people that are influencing yeah. us, the people that care about us, things we care about the judgment of, but we're still going to service ourselves. Like we're still going to like have that same character trait that may be good to others, but is going to benefit me the most. Like, right. I, I, like I'm, I'm going to show kindness, but mainly because that's what, like it's most, it, that's what is best for me, not best yeah. for you, best for me. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is like, when you're looking to the future, you are considering others, you are starting to develop this consciousness of like, I affect others, my actions are doing this. And that's all, that's a type of character development right there. It's like, you don't like just taking two seconds to think about and, or think about what you're doing or saying before you do it. 100% a huge character mm-hmm. trait of like not acting impulsively and like, there's just like you were saying, this character development, I could just, it's so broad, I could just relate it to everything. But that right. one was specifically, it's like you were saying, it's selfish. Yes, it is 100% selfish sometimes where you you act and you certain character traits of yours, but that's most mm-hmm. serviceable to you. I really like that term serviceable to you because it is like, it's not, it's like more, you're, it's like a putting an emphasis on that you're doing it on purpose. Like it's more serviceable. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do that. Um, and I, I just really like that What you were like, you're just making being, making conscious decisions based on what others are. And that's a huge character trait because we all make bad decisions. And then oh, someone yeah. else will be like, that affected me. And you're like, how, why? I don't care. And then, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, <laughs> but yeah. And, and that's funny. Cause I mean, do you, do you now when you make decisions and uh, it's not, you know, it could be little, it could be big, but mm-hmm. you, when you make decisions now, you probably, at least I'm assuming this is a question. Do you make those predetermined conditions a priority when you consider it like making those decisions in the future of how it's going to affect other people if it's a big big decision you know like if i'm like all right i'm going to move across the country i need to take into account how are my parents going to feel about this how is my partner going to feel about this how are my animals going to react to this how like all these the bigger the decision the more you have to think about Mm -hmm. you know but if it's like you know, I want to get Taco Bell right now. Yeah, that's just a whoo. Let's go for <laughs> that's it. It's an impulse. Yeah, <laughs> it's an impulse. You know, it doesn't really hold that much effect to other people. The worst thing that can happen is to me and my body 20 minutes later. You know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that hot sauce comes out a little that, too hot. <laughs> ooh, baby. Yeah, I'll blow me away. But 
I was also thinking about how do we how do we gauge like how do we how do we look back and see how far we've come mm. in this in this development of ourselves because I think about how my group of friends that I had in high school, right? We were all pretty similar. We all did similar things. And now when I see some of them, I'm like, I can't stand to be around you Mm -hmm. because we've veered off so differently, like Mm -hmm. so drastically. We've each taken different decisions, you know, onto a different path. And and sometimes, you know, in literature, there's like there's foils to characters, right? It's a person who you can compare your traits to theirs and see where they differentiate. Yeah. And so I think being able to look back at your past relationships or friendships and see how different you are now, whether meeting up with them or just looking back at memories of shit that you did as a kid mm-hmm. and you're like god i can't believe i did that that was such a stupid decision yeah <laughs> i think that shows growth you know like seeing someone who's still the exact same person you know we talked about this in the cutting people out mm-hmm. episode of like going back home and seeing your school friends that are literally doing the exact same stuff that they were doing five six years ago yep and it's like i don't want to be around you anymore because mm-hmm. i'm not in the same position anymore mm-hmm and I can see that you've had no growth. And this isn't to be like, oh, I am holier than thou. Yeah, by any means. yeah. But it's just I, I, don't, I don't match that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it shows your development along the line. Or at least it gives you some insight. Like, yeah, you have grown some. You know, like, yeah, you still have a lot to do. Still have mm-hmm. a lot to go. But you've made progress from where you've been at one point. Or looking at a complete stranger even and just seeing how you would react versus how they would react to a certain situation what decisions would you make for the same tasks like okay i need you to go grocery shopping what groceries what groceries is this person going to get what per what groceries am i going to get yeah am i going to get healthy food because that's good for me or am i going to get you know junk food just to feel like a potato for the next three days Mm mm-hmm and what will that person get? And, you know, you can kind of compare to see exactly what decisions you make along the way. And you can be like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where they're at. All right, cool. This is fine. But did you have any specific thoughts or did anything come about of how to specifically see how you've come along? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In your development? I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's more of a, I kind of have the opposite where I, I didn't necessarily look back. Because I, when I look okay. back now, I'm just saying, like, I think I've grown a lot. And I know that I'm very self-confident in saying I was, I'm not the same person as I was you, right. you know, in high school or whatever. I, yeah. But So I am kind of already came to terms with the old me is done and over with. And mm-hmm. it's not that I forget about it or hate it or anything like that. I just, it's over with, I moved on. And I do, really, I do look back when I'm, you know, how did I handle that before? How am I going to handle this now? But what I, I think what I'm doing, what I, what I had personally had to gauge mine was I honestly was like, when I met my group of friends that I have now, they had what I deemed as more character. Like they were just better people than me. And like socially, okay. uh, they were, they were the ones to be like, they questioned me on my character traits subconsciously. Like they reacted to a situation of someone being mad at them. And I was like, wow, that was, you handled that 
that, that's a great way to handle that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. t- I'm gonna steal that. And so mine was more of like I I started at the bottom. Like I I kind of like when I made this switch to being self aware of these things that I was doing. Right. I was I started I like purposely was like no I'm on the bottom. Like I just saw how these people for the, like the last year handled these situations. I really like that. I deem them as better. So I wanted to do that. And when I mm-hmm. got to that point is when the like, Oh, I grew. Oh, I I'm better. I'm like, I, so I, and then I compared myself with like, I'm not better than them, but now like they taught me how to be better. And then when yeah. I compare myself to like, yeah, well, absolutely. Though the thoughts of meeting people from high school, then you go and you're like, Oh, you did no growing. Like, yeah, th- it's just when it's blatantly obvious when I'm in front of someone where I'm like, oh, I, I, I have grown. I, I would never say that or I would never do that. Like saying the mm-hmm. N word. If I had a friend that said that now, I, I would just flip my shit. Be like, dude, are you kidding me right now? Like, But I have from, friends from high school that probably would still say it. And I'm like, I don't yeah. want to be, you know, like I grew from that. Um, I never really said it, but I like I, I was like, I'm with you. I had tons of friends uh, that even as a little kid gave me the right to say it. They're like, ah, you got your card. Like you can say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that, like, I yeah. don't even I don't even want to. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm, no, absolutely. That's, I can't even do that. I, <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. I got the approval of. Mm hmm my friends be like, yeah, Jordan, you're cool. You can say it as much as you want. I'm like, all right, cool. And I used it. I used that card. Mm -hmm. But then it was just, is this actually good? (laughs) Is this actually good? And you know, you said something a little bit ago that, that got me thinking. It's like, so take our arbitrary visions of right and wrong. Now let's just toss that out the window that, you know, that's Mm -hmm. for everyone to decide. I think good character for an individual comes from people doing what is right for them Mm -hmm. you know like this is going to make me the happiest this is going to make me do what i actually want to do going back to you like your social side your spiritual side what was the other one like mental is that what it was Uh, body social and spiritual body social and spiritual i take those as social is the stuff that you want to put out in front of people spiritual is the stuff that you want to achieve and body is where you currently at now. That's mm-hmm. that's how I view those three different yeah um, yeah yeah those three different branches. And once we take into account where we are, and we view what we want to be, then we can start making those steps to actually be like, okay, I want to be over here. How do I get over here? Mm-hmm. I have to make these decisions in this way because that is my end goal. That's my end game. I want to be this person. I want to have this, like, this is how I see good character. I want to achieve that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, gosh. Oh, I had such a great thought, and now I'm struggling to, <laughs> struggling <laughs> to hold on to it. Join I'm the club. to hold on to it. But <laughs> you got this. It's always sort of spots and stuff. <laughs> but it's like, here, yeah, save me. Yeah, save me. What I do you got, got you. What no, you got? <laughs> what, what, like what is in what's what stood out to me is is this like uh, this conversation we've been talking about for like the last seven six minutes or whatever. Uh, everything that you're saying, like even that second grade story, there mm-hmm. is good character doesn't come from just being a good person. It's it's not like it's for me. I'm like if you're a good person, doesn't mean you have good character. Like yeah. you know, it's character is almost the hidden side of the way you react because and like your intentions on reacting. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's uh, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's you, character comes from your intentions on acting. I think it's not yeah. the act, necessarily the act. Like I'm not going to say the n word, not because uh, 
like it makes me feel weird or, i mean it does it does but it's more of like i care about what everyone else is uh making them comfortable and putting them and it's making this converse, conversation at the time that was not a, like like you were saying i was i was made fun of a little bit for not saying it like i was deemed a little uncool because of that mm-hmm. from a certain group of people but i knew in my health like that's that's bad i don't i don't care like my the character came from the resilience of making a decision like that yeah people going against it and you staying true to it that's where exactly that was actually like basically what i was going to say like i just got the thought back and you pretty much summed it up perfectly (laughs) is that (laughs) is that when we decide what is good for us what's good for me i'm going to take these actions that i see as right and even when those actions fail my my perseverance to continue to do the right thing for me shows that good character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like staring adversity in the face and be like, I, I don't care. Like I've been knocked down five different times. This is still what I see is truly good. I'm still going to go after this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty much what my thought was. And you, you took it yeah. right out of my mouth. Yeah. And yeah. And that just breathes and like in and out self-confidence in yourself. Cause like yeah, the, exactly. making those, making those decisions based on like, if like your friends telling us to say that word, if I ended up saying it, I'm just succumbing to something that makes me uncomfortable to please others. And you're just people pleasing. And I don't, that's a character trait that's terrible. I've people please uh, for years of just like doing what other people wanted. And it made me feel uncomfortable, but it was good for them. And yeah, sometimes that's great. I will say sometimes you do need to take yourself off that pedestal and say, Hey, I need to be this person in front of this person. Um, There's, there's situations, but I'm thinking of like, the, the situations that you know you're conflicting of fighting adversity right in front of your face and you still say no and then you find you hear backlash and you're like okay it's self-confidence of like being hey i'm confident that this makes me feel good and i don't really care about how it makes you feel and mm-hmm. it's not not considering it's like not con- it's it's not not considering that person's feelings it's just like you were saying being selfish enough and being like that's that's not me that's not true to me and then you know sticking with the perseverance you're talking about just right. 100% staying true to that. That's like the hardest, you know, because hypocrisy to me, it, it just, that is a, ter- it's a character trait. Hypocrisy is, I think is a complete, like people say one thing and act a different way. I think it's 100% right. a huge thing that even I, I mean, I, sometimes I'm not perfect. I'll oh, say, everybody like, is. Yeah. Everyone's a hypocrite at some points. And yeah. I think being a hypocrite for me is t- being like in those moments of being like, Oh, crap i don't like this but i'm doing it right now and then mm-hmm. making a conscious decision be like yep you're persevering don't do that you know it's like the reminding of yourself to be like no no you like it's keep, your jiminy cricket man it's don't, just t- yeah, yeah don't <laughs> belittle yourself to be around other people and because that's a that's a that's a you don't want to you can as much as you can grow your character traits very mm-hmm. good in like a, in a good way you can also do it in such a bad way like there's so many things that uh oh and this is the part where i was remember how i was talking about your different selves and like the people yeah. that you are different in front of like these different groups of people and how you like you will mature in different groups faster than others. And like the dynamics work differently. Those, those things I was talking about, the good things I'm thinking about like maturity, self-confidence, yeah. things are like those things. But also when you do that for so long, you're solidifying yourself more and more and more into the, also those negative character traits of yourself, such as selfishness, such as mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I mean, like, it's hard to, what character traits specifically maybe kindness just say maybe people consideration. pleasing like yeah, you're people pleasing to, yeah. like yeah just just this whole consideration uh but you so 
if you're selfish and you act selfish in front of this group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's just the norm of that group. So no one thinks it's weird. No one thinks it's abnormal. Everyone's out for themselves. And in this group, it's great. Yeah. It, where the dynamic is everyone takes care of themselves when we leave and that's fine. It's like, there's no, you know, you have those friends that you just hang out with and then, but like, there's no, like you would be there if they asked you to like help you move, but they're like, they're not their emotional friend. They're not, you know, yeah. sit there and have a, you know, you don't tell them about uh, a huge moment in your life or whatever. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're solidifying, like you do that for years where you solidify this selfish character trait where when you move over to this group, you're, you're more solidified in this group, even though you try to hide it. And it's, yeah. and then I don't know. It's like you move up and you just get solidified in all these different negative ways of, uh, the way you're progressing. And so when you get to this point of like all these roads come back together and now you're the just one person, you have good character traits. You're kind, you you know, maybe you treat people the way you want to be treated, but you're also extremely selfish. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. It's like different groups of people have highlighted those different parts of myself. And I grow in those things with those people, even good or bad. And I, and like, for me, it's recognizing that, holy shit, I need to take a step back because I am extremely selfish. And these people have made me that way. It made me in a sense, I'm not blaming them just saying like in that environment, that's what I got from that. And I'm like, yeah, ah, like, damn, I'm just such a, like I was being this way for so long that it felt normal and it's not, it, or not normal, but uh, it felt my normality. And I was like, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I like part of character development with self-confidence is realizing those things are wrong and then changing your your ways about it and it's so funny because this this is where i was getting this is the point i want to to, i can look back from the 25 years of my life up to this point i could be like oh man i'm glad i wasn't where i was but i'm really excited about where i'm going i can't make a decision i'm not good right now i'm not perfect i'm not i'm i'm still in this mindset of every day i'm gonna wake up you know hoping to learn something new about myself and the way to treat Mm -hmm. others (laughs) but there's like there it's this thing where i'm looking 15, 20, 30 years in the future of the person I want to become, like you were saying. And I, it's my road right now. I was like, I'm a, I may take a, a rest, right? Like I might pull yeah. under the rest stop, but I'm still going to be on that highway. I'm still, I'm, I'm looking where I'm going and I'm yeah. not pleased with who I am right now. And I think that's another self-confidence thing of being like, I, I'm not, it is a little bit anxious driven because it's like, I'm not as good as I want to be, but also it's, it keeps me in check where like, don't be so gung-ho that you're a good person like don't yeah so confident you have to be real with yourself yeah like it's you can't just say pretty much exactly what you say you can't just be like oh yeah i'm i'm such a open-minded person i'm such a great listener but you know when no one's around and it's just you and your head you're like god damn i do not want to handle this right now Mm -hmm. like i don't want to listen to these people i want to go home and watch netflix all night like that's what i want to do I want to be selfish. I don't care about what their ideas are. Mm-hmm. I know what I believe already. But on the outside, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to anything you have to say. Absolutely. You're like, and oh, yes, I'm, I'm here it the entire you. time. You're I'm there. here for you. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for you. Like, and you just, yeah, it's saving face. But also it's like, you know, you just want people to view and perceive you a certain way. And that's a yeah. that's a terrible character trait that I, I learned to overcome was acting certain ways to be in front of people. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just think. Draw, I, for me, it's dropping pride. For others, it may be different. For me, it's like oh, you're not. You, it's I like agree. 
it's like it's like managing those though you don't want to like fall too deep and be like i'm not good enough for anything but you also want to keep saying i'm not good like i'm not as good as i think i am like it's like this weird gray area that i have to like kind of float in you have to find the happy medium man yeah and i and i'm and i think i i've dedicated my 20s like 20 through 30 i think i'm gonna have this mindset of like i can learn everything and anything and i'm and i'm not good right now so but i like where i'm going like i I have that mindset of Every day you try to work better, but you're, you know, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's being real with yourself to, you know, I always say this that we look at everything in absolutes. And when we describe ourselves to people, it's like, yeah, I'm an open minded person or I have such a big heart for people. We're saying like, we're not leaving that room for realism. Mm-mm. In our, in our evaluation of ourselves. I'll say that. That's like the easiest way I could say it of that we don't take the time to actually be like, look, I want to be, you know, as open-minded as I can right now. I can't, you know, but I'm working my way there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of just saying the end goal when you're clearly not there yet. Exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause if you tell people, Hey, I'm self-confident 100%. And you think in your character trait as you, you're like, I'm a strong independent person. And and mm-hmm. there may be aspects to yourself that are that way. Like, but right. it's I if you say you're a strong independent person, and like I'm gonna run through ideas in my head of what I deem as a strong independent person, which may not yeah, that uh, may not correlate up. with yeah. yours. Yeah, and and then you're giving me your reasons, and I'm just like, uh, I mean, that's a good reason, but I wouldn't say that's why uh, a reason why you'd be self confident or something. Like somebody was like, yeah, I I won this argument, or like I shut that person down, and like because I'm mm-hmm. confident when I'm saying like, ah, well, I'm glad you stood up for yourself, but did you listen? Like that's a cute, you yeah. know, like, yeah. like did you open? Did you open mind? Did you have a discussion? Was it like, yeah, you may have won, that's great, but <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> there's so many like but did you yeah (laughs) yeah um but i think with self-confidence i think that's i think it's such a for both of us it's been a battle especially with uh when you were talking about your social uh anxiety growing up and Mm -hmm. the way you deal with and and like making decisions and being gung-ho about them and like sticking to your guns i think both of us have increased in, tremendously in self-confidence i think yeah. I, I, like every all these stories yeah. that we were, we were saying the character trait that has been sticking out this whole episode is self-confidence where the, which is why i would love to talk to you about this like self-appreciation a little bit and mm-hmm. the way uh we gear it because i think i don't want to deem it as a gender thing or a sex thing like but i do think men and women have different uh ways of self-appreciating themselves um that tend to work uh, in different dynamics. And mm-hmm. for me, uh, for self-love for me is a thing where I don't need to hear it. I don't need to see it. I don't need to, like, I don't need people to tell me. I don't need affirmation that way. I need the, the, it's more of like a motor tendency where I need it to be a repetitive thing that I constantly tell myself like, Hey man, you dre- you like, you dressed up today. You look cute, bro. Like you go out and do your thing. And like, uh, or, uh, like, waking up and reading a little bit and being like, you're a smart guy. Like, and things are like build myself up to like, work. yeah. And it's a routine that I do every day that these things build up, which make me really love myself. I really like, yeah. I love this. And it's more of, but it's coming from a, like a, a, a behavior pattern, not necessarily like this, uh, like not necessarily a feeling, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's not, for me, it's not a feeling like self-appreciation is this uh, thing where I'm always confident in myself. I always like walk around thinking that, Martin is an okay person. Like he, he's great, you know, but 
it's because I tell myself those things all the time. It's not necessarily, but for a lot of people, and I'm not saying it's not for men either. I'm just saying for women specifically, I think it's more of a feeling where it's a self-love is like being affirmated by people and like Mm -hmm. the more of a, it's this emotional thing where for me, it's, it's a physical thing. It's like, like when I, if I was to work out, then I'm going to love myself for being healthy. And like, I'm gonna be like, yes, but I don't care what I look yeah. like after it. Yeah. I'm just like, it's more of like, Oh, these routines that stack up. I mean, like, right. and so I, I mean, how do you, do you think that that relates to you and like kind of like I, with yourself? I really, <laughs> I really don't, to be honest. Hey, like, okay. The way I feel about seeing the person I am currently and appreciating the things that I've done is it is by turning around and looking back to see how I handled things in the past or things that I would do over other things, you know, like instead of hiding my insecurities to the people that care about me, now I'm much more open to talk about them, Mm -hmm. you know, and I get, I, I get to look back and see the little nuggets of progress that I was accumulating over the years and just be like, damn, like I'm a, I've come so far. Like, this is fantastic. I feel so good about myself. And I appreciate the moves that I've made to be the person I'm trying to be. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not so much a like, I have to look at myself and be like, hot damn, look at you. You're a fucking, (laughs) woo. You know, I don't have to. I don't do that. Sometimes I do, but that's, you know, that's not my go-to the, sense of appreciation for yeah, myself. Yeah, it's like you know in the I mean? moment thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll be walking by, I look like Johnny Bravo, and the mirror's like, whoa, now look over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, that happens sometimes. Yeah. But, <laughs> but my self-appreciation comes from seeing the growth that I've done. Mm-hmm. And not all, yeah. me. Yeah. And it's just looking back on how I've handled things in the past and how I handle them now. And if I like it, then I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel on top of the world. Yeah. Or close to it anyway. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think a huge reason for the way I'm thinking about it being more of a thing I'm doing myself personally is because I went through the struggle of uh, having like over, like overconfident and like being, mm-hmm. having like high levels of self-esteem for no reason and kind of vanity set in. And just right. like, like, uh, not, I'm not going to say narcissism because I'm not a psycho, at least I think, but uh, <laughs> what a narcissist would yeah, say, exactly what a narcissist would say. Uh, but I had tendencies, I had narcissistic tendencies because in, in college, I was like, oh, I'm on Instagram and it went really well. I was like, damn, I'm mm-hmm. getting a lot of followers, a lot of people, like a lot of people care about me. I'd walk around UK and I'd be like, damn, okay, I, I'm saying people saying hey to me because they know me from Instagram. And I was right. like, damn, this is so a little bit of that affirmation from social media came and set in my vanity started getting I wasn't I'm not an asshole I didn't like change my personality I was just walking around like way more confident than I should and if I right. posted a picture that didn't get enough likes or didn't get enough activity or something like that I would feel weird I would be like ah like why is my why am I feeling like my self-worth has gone down because of this and it's like it's yeah. weird it's like oh man and it's such a funny part of my life to talk about because popularity was something that I didn't strive for in high school. But as soon as I got to college, I got a little bit of it. And then it went gung ho. I was like, Oh, shit. I'm like, I need it. I need yeah. it. <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, and I, so like, but what came out of that is like the character traits that I was being pers- persevered on in that time mm-hmm. of my life was humility. And uh, 
being like more considering of that I'm not a as cool as I think I am or something like mm-hmm. it, it was like practicing like humility I honestly came out of that so heavy because now I don't I love myself and it's from me doing my routines every morning and like taking care of myself that way right but after like I used to be a words of affirmation guy like please give me all the comments and give me everything make me feel good and now when I get a compliment I like kind of cringe where I'm like I don't know how to react I don't like I'm weird about it now like uh it's not that I don't accept it and I, I'm like thank you but it doesn't yeah. do the same effect that it does to me, which is the why that turn of, uh, I think I, I'm not going to say it's a way of maturity. I don't think it is maturity. I think it's just an aspect of it. Um, of, but yeah, like I'm not the center of the world anymore. Right. I feel and, that. I, feel I think, was, I think yeah. that's a common thing with that, with like that social media presence of like, you start putting things out into the ether because it makes you feel good. And then when it, when it starts to get popular, you start, doing things that you think will get that attention instead of what made you feel good and gain that audience in the first place you Mm -hmm. know yeah and then when it starts to drop off you're like what the hell why like now I feel terrible about myself and it's like well you stopped doing what actually made you happy in the first place exactly I sacrificed so much of at least a part of myself and this is going back to that conversation of like i'm persevering in the bad character traits in this time of my life as in yeah humility came out of that but that came through self-reflection when i was really doing at the time was practicing vanity practicing narcissism getting more solidified in myself that way so i was like oh shit like when this turning point uh no one said it specifically no but when i graduated college and i got my first job uh it was like in a lab and i was um synthesizing some uh, chemicals and I was doing CBD extractions and that kind of deal. It was amazing. It was a really scientific job is what I went to school for. And that whole side of my life was like, didn't matter. I was like, holy shit, I'm working, doing a career that I genuinely enjoy. And all that shit that my friends thought about me of the way I look or the way I was just hanging out doesn't fucking matter. And that's where the humility came. I was like, oh my God, social media is honestly the, the most toxic thing in my life. And I didn't even know it. And I was, yeah. <laughs> and it just solidified me being more uh, in that mindset of vanity and and kind of self, uh, like all self, like too much self love and like, yeah, because I like I and even selfishness because like you know when I would do certain things uh, with certain people just because it was a cool thing to do or mm-hmm. like like uh, I would say no to hanging out with another group because I knew I could do something that's Instagrammable with these friends over here right yeah and I'm like holy shit I don't I don't and I'm not proud of these things I'm, I'm talking to candid because I know I went through them so that's I, why you never hung out with me yeah I no, no I knew I knew right when I said that mm-hmm. I, was like, <laughs> I was gonna do that <laughs> no not but honestly Jordan you were the one of the people I never I never pulled out my phone and was like let me throw a picture of us on instagram like you were no, i never we just thought had a about good time it. We yeah just had a good time and that's and that's like looking back i wish i i just hate myself for doing that like why i may sacrifice a good time but i got a good picture out of it what mm-hmm. like oh i hate and like that's just selfish part of me where i was like this is going to be good for me this isn't like hanging out with that person doesn't really matter when really they're over there like man i really wish martin would hang out with me because he has helped me through the situation, but I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm rather take a picture. <laughs> Fucking hate it. I, I <laughs> like that's why. I, like looking back on this stuff, it's so funny to do self reflection because you you feel and and it it really does feel like you're talking about a different person. Like it's yeah. oh wow, that's <laughs> that, I'm talking about Martin, but that's not that's Martin Lawrence over there. Not, not Martin. It's Martin Lawrence. <laughs> oh my god. No. I'm just- <laughs> 
no, it's it's wild looking back at yourself and seeing the character change that you've made. Not so much you, just you know, people looking back at themselves yeah. in general. Because you look like such a different person. You seem mm-hmm. like it's like, God, that was me. Are you <laughs> yes. are you kidding me right now? <laughs> like, and you just cringe over like these things that you thought were so good and so cool, and you're just like, Oh my <laughs> god, this is awful. Like, yes. <laughs> every outfit I wore in high school. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just oh my god oh my god i completely agree it's such a it's such a shell shock to look back and just see how far we've come as people yeah and and it's damn you were such a little shit now i am talking about you but fuck (laughs) now I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I know. There's a little bit of I don't know. <laughs> the, every it's a half good, truth. Yeah, every every good joke has like some kind of truth in it. Like that's why I think dark humor is really funny to me. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't I don't like to broadcast that I like jokes that are around dark humor just because people get so cringy about it, but I love it. Like any mm-hmm. any time that you talk about dead babies or something, it's like, yes, like give it to me. I love that yeah, boy. <laughs> How do you get a dead baby out of a blender? With chips. What's up? <laughs> 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 That's good. Did you get a little baby in that bite? Oh, it's tasting weird. <laughs> I could taste a Pediasure in this one. No. Uh, oh, th- and this happened with... Uh, with my group of friends yesterday, literally yesterday. And the whole baby thing just reminded me there. So this was a character trait that I think is very good. It's being direct and like being Mm -hmm. very honest. And so I was hanging out down here, making some music with the homies. And uh, my roommate shows this picture of a baby that she's like, hangs out at her work, like her boss's baby that hangs around. And my my roommate just looks at her and, and he and he's and he asks and he asks like he's like hey I know I can ask this in front of you guys right he's like I know I'm gonna break this conversation but is it rude or like is it bad that I just do not care about that baby like is it is it terrible in my in my in being to like not care about that baby is it like <laughs> is it a thing where like you talking about it kind of disgusts me or like maybe not mm-hmm. that extreme, but like, it's just like that. And I'm like, and he asked it from a point of view of having a conversation, which is why it's awesome. He's like, I don't get, it's not like he blew up. and was like, I don't give a shit about that baby. <laughs> Fuck that baby. It was just like, legit, <laughs> is it rude? Yeah. And yeah. we had this, and it was great. Cause it opened a conversation of like, Oh, what's the implications of like, cause I, I'm someone who doesn't really want kids. And I, I, I'm like, I'm kind of solidified in Same that here. a little bit. I, and I, I know everyone's like, well, it will change. And I'm like, it might, it might, but I'm in my life. As of now, yeah. Yeah, That's as it. of now, it's like, whatever. But I'm in the same boat. I'm like, like, it's not that I didn't care about the baby. I was just like, you showing me didn't do anything emotionally. I just, right. just I like, just saw the picture of a baby. I was like, oh, like cool. dope. Look at that. It's a baby. Good for <laughs> <It's> you. <cute. laughs> All right. And then uh, like one of my friends, uh, or my uh, one of my roommates was saying, Oh, well, I look at pictures of babies. Like I look at pictures of dogs. Like they're cute. They're there. They don't really do much, and they do a certain thing that makes them cute, and that's why you watch them, or like that's why you're yeah. like that's why you care. And I was just, I, it made me it think like being so direct on a, a question of being like, dude, is it okay if I just hate babies? <laughs> it's like a terror. You would never ask dude. that to some random person, but like it's yeah. I love how direct it was. Like it was so like man like it, it didn't cut her off in conversation like it wasn't it wasn't a rude thing 
uh, it was just was like this a, about their baby or just about telling y'all about another person's baby? Like, do I should I care about this? Yeah, baby? yeah. No, this is not my roommate's baby. This is a baby. Okay, that my, so this is like okay. I was like halfway no, they, thinking that yeah. <laughs> that they told the mother. It's like I don't care about your baby. <laughs> no, no, no. If one of my get that thing yeah. out of here. <laughs> No, this is a baby that is like dissociated from our lives completely. It is yeah. my roommate's boss's baby, so only okay, sh- right. they only see them at work and like whatever. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a joke when he has his first kid. I'm like, I do not care about that baby. <laughs> this baby sucks. <laughs> It's the worst no, baby. No. <laughs> no, but I just the point of that was we, he was just so direct and he felt there was a self-confidence of like, oh yeah, I know I can ask because you guys like I can ask you guys. Mm-hmm. And I and that I don't know, that just that put resilient like it, it made me think just now of he was really resilient to re- like not caring of our opinions. He just wanted to know because he just was mm-hmm. looking for the answer. Like not a- the answer, but just to see if he was crazy or if he was like weirded yeah, out. Generally it, curious about how we thought about things yeah and i was like oh man that just that shows like the kind of character that i've been preaching about you guys for to to everyone that you guys are just great people that you super direct you want to know if things are that you're Mm -hmm. what you're doing is bad he didn't just go i don't care about that baby and doesn't give a shit like you know maybe if we were in a like a society where like (laughs) if babies were jesus themselves every time they were born then it would be different you know it's like oh my god okay a baby like you have to love a baby but like we're in this weird world that is like <laughs> you talking about your baby kind of makes me angry. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like it depends on who it is. If it's a person I really care about, like yeah, my, go- yeah. my good friend Hunter, you know, he and his wife, they just had their baby like I think a week ago. And I'm so happy for him. Like I'm I generally care about them. So I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome. I'm so happy for y'all. Like this is amazing. You know, bless y'all." I love that. I, if he wants to talk to me about his baby, I care about him and his wife enough to do it. And yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll, I'll care about the baby even more. I yeah, already care about yeah. it more than most babies. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's yours. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have yeah. family members. I like- have some sort of connection to that baby already. But, like, I personally, I think 95% of babies are ugly and very uninteresting. And I'm just like, I why are we so focused on this and and you said this earlier about watching like pictures of puppies and videos of puppies and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm not even lying dude at one point in my life i followed i think over 300 dog accounts on instagram i followed more dogs on instagram than i did actual people (laughs) i'm not even kidding bro it got very out of hand so like i'm not even joking i'd wake up in the morning i'd wake up in the morning and i'd be like taking my morning dump or whatever it was and i'm like scrolling through instagram and it's like labrador retriever labrador retriever snoop dog labrador retriever <laughs> like That is 100% true of like eight straight yeah, yeah. weeks of my life. <laughs> oh, <Not> that's <laughs> well, yeah. No, I just that. So I think, I, I mean, he t- I, to, to be so direct in that conversation, I think he took yeah. pride on his self confidence being in like self awareness that he might be wrong in that scenario. Yeah. And I, to, 
and I'm not saying that's his, the the biggest uh, character trait that you know honesty. He obviously doesn't struggle with that. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, like, what's the biggest character trait do you think that you're struggling with still, like right now? Like, what's the hardest one that you think is the hardest to persevere through? And I think, like, and if I can give an example, I'm I'm gonna say probably like white lies to people that I don't know, like mm. in like lying for not any not for a purpose of self-gain or like selfishness i mean i guess it is a little bit of selfish because it's um like but lying in the sense of uh like hiding information or lying in the sense of just like little white lies uh to make something more interesting to make something a little more interesting or something like if i found a wallet and i was telling some person i found a wallet on the street like add the oh and i found two hundred dollars in there like you know to make the story like worth it I, i it's like that's a bad example um but it's I don't know. It's like a. No, I get what oh, you're no, no, no. Hear me. Actually, it's it's actually more of like this. Like I know I'm I'm not lying in the sense of just to lie. I'm not a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. That's happened in high school, and I got caught way too many times because I'm just a dumbass and forget the lies that I say. So I stopped doing that a long time ago. I got embarrassed too many times. I hate it. I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> but with the lying, I'm saying now is like someone's like, oh, did you like like lying about someone I slept with or like lying about some like relationship that I'm having or something like that to like, mm-hmm. so it's like a white lie in the sense, cause it doesn't really matter uh, because they're asking about a Tinder date I had or something, you know, like, yeah. Whatever. But it's just like, I don't know. That, that's the kind of lying where it's like, it's kind of the safe face of perception for me. I'm like, damn, I, mm-hmm. like, I need to stop fucking doing that. Or I, I don't need to hold back information because this person's not going to see me in a different, or like, I don't, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Things like that. I'm not going to say I blatantly lie. That's a that was a way, weird way to phase that, but I do think that's a form of lying of just being like complete. So I'm still struggling with that. I think that's the biggest one I have is kind of just maybe like peppering situations a little more to make them interesting or like little you sentence know. enhancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and I do it mostly to people that I think have the biggest opinion on me: parents, siblings, best friends, and that's like it's it's so hard to do it with them because they're in my daily life so like i said i've been caught in so many lies in high school and that got kind of deal of like i was embarrassed and i didn't like it and so i don't do it around them but like i'll go on a couple of dates and i've been on a couple of dates here in philly and they're like oh how'd it go and i'm like "Ah, it was was fine i don't know it's like it's cool like everyone is it makes a a joke because they're like how was your date i'm like it's not it wasn't a date it was just like meeting a friend (laughs) and they're like just fucking call it a date man like stop Stop doing that. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like things like that. Maybe that's a different, maybe there's a different route to that problem, but that's like, I don't know. That's a character trait that I've developed and I don't like it. And I'm like, just like, it's, I kind of struggle with honesty, but I struggle with like, there's like aspects where I feel like I can't be honest. And I'm like, that's how you, you really can though. Like, don't, yeah, don't hold back. Don't like safe foot. I don't know. Safe face. And then safe foot. <laughs> <laughs> All five toes. on Yeah. The I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you have like one that you're, you think you struggle with a little bit? Um, honestly, I think the biggest thing is comparing myself to others. Um, I don't know exactly how I would fit that into a characteristic of me. Yeah. Maybe self, uh, confidence, I'd say. Um, and don't get me wrong. It has gotten a lot better. It's gotten so much better even like since we've started this whole thing mm-hmm. and it's just perception of success and comparing comparing myself to 
people I know and respect. And I'm like, oh, there's so much over here. And I'm still kind of back here and don't know what mm-hmm. is happening with myself. But now that's kind of, that's the biggest thing I deal with on a day-to-day basis, okay. I think. But it is getting better. So, yeah. I think, I mean, oh. I think, yeah, I think my problem is still, I think, a self-confidence issue too. Because I'm yeah. like trying to maybe save face or per- like want someone to perceive me a little different than it actually is. Yeah. But not, it's not completely different. It's not like, a, like I said, it's not blatantly a lie. It's just like a little bit of like, okay, it's not as severe it is, as it is. Or it's yeah. like not as heavy. Because I deliver it in the way I deliver it. And I'm like, uh. I do kind of the same thing where... I wouldn't say that they're lies, but I put useless fluff mm-hmm. when I tell people about things just to make it seem a bit more interesting. So like when we talk about the podcast, I'm like, dude, we're like low key popping off in Korea. We have like seven people in Korea. Shout out to you guys. You rock. Yeah. But awesome. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, oh, yeah, we're getting we're popping off in Korea. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's the exact thing I I'm talking that. about. Yeah, I do that with people. And. I wouldn't, it's not a lie. I'm not saying a lie, but mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, exactly. I guess I'm exaggerating the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something I just need to be, I think more personal, like self-confidence that what I say or what I do in my actions and like I did them, I have to own up to them, whether they're mm-hmm. good or bad. And then just let people have control of their perception of me. Cause I think I, honestly a character, now that I just said that I, all these fucking things are clicking. <laughs> Like, I, you, you can't control the way people look at you. And I think a lot of these character traits, at least personally, because I struggled with the whole vanity and struggling with humility. Yeah. I was, the whole time, I was just trying to get people to look at me the way I wanted them to and then not the way I was. And that's a person, I, I de- humility really kicked me out of that. And I was like, damn, let's be persevered. Like uh, posting a picture with me and my friends because that's the thing I'm doing and the thing I love, not because mm-hmm. it's going to get me this love. And it, it's, right. yeah, it's- <laughs> think it's right. it's it stems from self-confidence i think too i think it's weird to be like looking at it and you're like no i'm a confident person and then someone says something about you and you're like well i guess that is very like not very self-love of me thing to do and you're <laughs> you know it's it's weird yeah. when you when soon you get like a kickback on your <laughs> like are you actually are and you're like whoa you're actually okay <laughs> funny yeah i agree i <laughs> But uh, I, th- I think I think the last topic I, I really want to ask you is with with character traits, it's really hard to isolate them. And and when I say isolate, like you have all these character traits of kindness, of humility, of van- like all these good and bad. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize your character traits, like I said, they're more of just the way you're acting and like the way what you do. Um, I, I think it's just it's hard to like the way this this books it's kind of says there's a hierarchy to it where you worry mm-hmm. about certain char- character traits more than others and i think that's that's 100% true um, yeah. and for I, like self confidence is it's like low on the totem pole for me cuz i don't there's not a lot of experiences uh in my daily life right now where it tests that character trait of myself like no one is i'm not debating with a bunch of people uh on like and i don't have to stand my ground very very much uh right. there's situations but not my daily life i'm not like having to fight for who martin is every day you know i don't yeah and i'm blessed for that thank god i'm, I'm very uh grateful for that <laughs> but uh i think for me uh, like putting my if we we're gonna go back to like the body uh uh self um with body, body spiritual and social yeah so i'm thinking social is number one for me i'm in a hierarchy and put that on top because i'm mm-hmm. so con- i'm always so worried of the way i'm being perceived and the way i'm 
kind of being perceived by the world and the way I'm acting the way and that how it affects others. I think that's my number one. I think that's yeah. probably a big number one, just because that's what people do every time they walk out of the house. And, but yeah. I, I, do you have like a hierarchy of yeah. ones that are like more apparent than the others, you know? Yeah. I'd say that the spiritual is, I think the top of my list of what I care most about, because that's what, in this sense, that's what keeps me up at night. It's like, I want to be there. I want to, you know, achieve these things in my life. I want that. And the more I focus on that, the less I really care about how people perceive me because I'm so focused on this. I have no time mm. or energy to look at the other things. Mm -hmm. But that still is a big deal. Like, I don't want to yeah, look yeah. like a fucking tool to everyone. You know, I don't want to be a jackass to everybody. Yeah, just to me. Just to you, exactly. <laughs> You're my outlet, bud. And like, <laughs> and honestly, it's it's sad to say that I don't appreciate where I am currently. I all the time, anyway. Okay, all, all the time. Like, I don't take enough time to be like to just kind of evaluate what's going on to see what I can do next to actually get to where I want to go. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm just running towards the carrot and not realizing that it's dangling from a stick. And I actually need to figure out how to get there rather than just chase after it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I, I think that's no, I, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I, like I'm displeased of who I am, but not in the way of, Oh, same. Yeah. Of, like where it's an extreme like we were talking a little bit about this earlier where i'm in this gray area between like really overly doing it and really underly doing it like mm -hmm. i i'm in this gray area where i'm confident to be like oh, i'm excited to where i'm going and i i mean i think i i hope you're not falling into the trap of you like putting yourself way down to where you no, I, th no, I think i think the point because if you say i'm satisfied with who i am now there's no room for growth like there's exactly you're already yeah. cutting off your point and you're like 25 years of age and you're like what well, you you have a lot more learning to do there bud like you have a lot more things yeah. to handle in your life you're not perfect so i'm glad you have that like there's a hint of it at least in you being like i'm not happy with this yeah. at all and I mean, you know because i have that too i don't want to be <laughs> you don't want to stay put. i don't want to be this forever yeah, you know don't, don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm happy where i'm at right now mm -hmm. yeah i'm no. not happy here indefinitely you know <laughs> exactly, yes <laughs> like That's i'm it. happy with the progress i've made and where i'm at currently but it's like dude i got you know I've got 30 more levels of this game to play left and I need to keep going forward. Yep. And it's that, and it's fight and it's doing that thing that is self-love. It's like yeah. appreciate where you are and then do your things to keep yourself going. And like, you know, yeah. the, the self-love will come from that. That's like me realizing how the, the city, the shitty decisions that I made back uh, in my life. Now it's like, like you said, I'm not proud, but I'm really happy I made them because now I can like, I, can yeah. move, like the person i'm going to be is not going to make that same decision so <laughs> yeah you know what i think is weird i don't know if this really relates or not but i think it's kind of weird when people say if i could go back and change like or the question of what's the worst thing that you've ever done that you want to go back and change mm -hmm. and honestly i feel like i don't want to change anything <laughs> yeah i don't want to change anything because i have no guarantee about who i'd be without that fatal mistake in my life you know absolutely now, don't get me wrong. If I, you know, tried crack and I was like, oh, I'd definitely go back and not try crack. <laughs> that'd be an easy answer. But I don't think I've had a big enough fall to myself to actually go back and change things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think even if you hit rock bottom, you know, you know, and you're looking back and was like, man, if I could go back and change that, like I, I, I 
I yeah. say live in a live in a place yeah. of no regrets. Like don't live in that. Like, do you don't want to go back and change it because like yours, you don't, that, that has the butterfly effect. If you didn't hit rock bottom at that moment. And right now, when you're thinking about it, you're like, I don't want to be back there again. If you didn't have that fall, you know, you never would have known what how that fall is just, was. Yeah. you just prolonged it to your future. Like where you're, yeah. that fall is just going to like happen a couple of years. A good, that's you know? a good point. Yeah. So, and then I, and I would much rather, I know this sounds weird, but I, and it's for 17 and 16 year olds or something like that right now. Like this is for, this is a comment for them. Like people who are 18 and uh, younger, uh, make the bad decisions. Don't purposely like go, I'm going to make a bad decision, Yeah. but yeah, yeah make, make those, clear. make those, make those bad decisions. So when you're 25, 26 and you're in the boat of becoming this adult like figure in in people's lives and because i know people view me now as a little bit more of an adult than i was when i was 18 you know like when you make the mistakes crazy at 18, stuff yeah when i when i make the mistake at 18 of something as simple as uh being toxic in a relationship i would much rather be toxic in a relationship when i'm 18 look back and be like damn i was toxic as fuck in that relationship i don't want to change it because now in my future relationship at 26 i'm not going to be toxic as fuck because being toxic as fuck at 26 is it's gonna hurt a lot more than it did mm-hmm. at 18 like it, yeah. it's gonna like it's because there's like when as you get older the more you have more societal pressures you have more opinions uh, of yourself you have more considerations you need to make on how to act like adult like and like being toxic in a relationship to me is not adult like that's not a mature thing that's not a a thing like that. So I, I want to do that when I'm 18. I want to do that when I'm six yeah. and 17. I don't want to do that when I'm 26. So make those bad mistakes, but don't regret them. And I like, don't do it on purpose. When I say make those mistakes, I'm, <laughs> like I said, yeah. I'm not go through them and acknowledge go through those them. Mistakes Just go through them bad. and acknowledge yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Cause I, I, that's the best, that's the best advice I can give to people who are like, man, you, if you deal with this, like, how do you deal with it? I'm like, go through it. That's how you deal with it. Like you go through that experience and then and, and, and like, you know, like you can give advice, you can give mm-hmm. clues and hints and Easter eggs on like the way you dealt with them and stuff, but you really go through it because like that's, that's the best way that is, that's going to put your character traits to the test. And that's, what's going to like hold you in up at the end when you're my age and are older and you look back and you're like, damn, I'm glad I made that mistake 10 years ago and not today. Like, <laughs> yes, sir, you can't look at it like this because when I was 18, you think, like I, there's like this thing where like you can't look into the future. It's so hard to look at five years from now. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when I was getting entering college, some people were like, I hated school when I first got there and I didn't like it. And I was I had this really weird moment of like, should I drop out? And then me and my dad really convinced me. He's like, oh, man, like I know it seems useless now, but five years from now, whether you like school or not having this you know, certification is going to help you and benefit you in the future. That's just the way this world is right now. And I was like, okay, he really convinced me. And now looking back on it, I'm so happy I didn't drop out. It's not that I'm like extremely happy that I went through college and got the degree, but I'm just extremely grateful that I was like five years from that point when he was like, five years, you're going to like really appreciate this. Five years later, I really do appreciate it. And it's, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, thank God I really listened and like really put those things to the test throughout those years because now I'm going to move on and be grateful for those mistakes and grateful for the experiences. And I, I think a character trait is all it's, it's there's based on time. I think it's the hugest correlation I can make. There's no, you're not going to wake up one day and be like, Oh, okay. I'm kind. And that's a character trait that I'm 
I am. Yeah. It's like, okay, you have, you have multiple experiences where you've been introduced and you have shown kindness. So that is why I'm deeming that is like, I, you can't deem it because they're actions for me. Character traits are more action-based, right? Like this whole inner thing. And that's, I think that's for me is a, like the little last little tidbit is like act the way you think. And when I say that, I don't, obviously we all have thoughts in our heads and that are terrible and that, but we don't act on them. Like, it's like, yeah. how many times have I said in my head, I'm going to kill this person or I'm, I just, I just want to beat the shit out of them or something like that, where it's like, don't about like terrible thought to have. I'm not, but my character trait is what's what perseveres me through that is being open-minded being calm, being like staying mm-hmm. calm. And that's the thing I'm practicing. Those are the character traits of that. It's the action of staying calm. It's like, I may have that thought and I, that I want to hit you, but I'm not going to, because I'm going to practice this character trait of kindness and calmness and like things like that. It's, I don't know. It's like, a, <laughs> you know, and I, it's, it's the action based versus it's like the, when we were talking about positivity it's action based versus uh, like just yeah. soaking or like letting it be yeah. what it is. Yeah. Action versus inaction. Yeah. If you, uh, actually took part in those bad thoughts lord knows is he'd be the only one that knows where i'd be at because you'd have killed me and buried me in the woods somewhere so <laughs> <laughs> unless i got to you first no oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can battle no. it out it's fine <laughs> yeah. but no i think that's wonderfully said i think that's a a great message of going through the mistakes of life and actually staying true to who you want to become is is how you become that person you know mm-hmm. you, you continually do what you think is right even when you know you get knocked down or hit rock bottom or something exactly and it's a powerful thing and it moves a lot of people some people it doesn't affect at all but there are people out there that are deeply moved by just by hearing about an action that someone took time and time again mm-hmm. to actually prove to themselves that that's what they are as a person. And you're right. You got to go through the mistakes sometimes, you know, we give warnings about what not to do. You know, we give advice on how to get out of this, but quickest way through something is in a straight line. And yeah, <laughs> you know, yep. it's, gotta, it, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's so sucks. funny. It's like, it's like encouraging people to, to be sad or like be depressed or like no no and i but i i will say it's just like yes be sad be depressed if you're feeling i like be persevere like it's all about perseverance with character traits like you were saying that's it's all about the consistency of like keeping yourself in check (laughs) i'm so grateful for every terrible relationship i've had because Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have learned anything without them you know or it would have taken me way longer to learn these things. Yeah, about no, no. Who regrets. I am and who I enjoy being around. And so, hey, shout out to y'all for sleeping around. I appreciate it. But <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and uh, I think that's a great. If you want to continue this discussion with us, you can follow us at Almost Cool Pod. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you just want to reach out, please uh, reach out to our email at almostcoolpod at gmail.com. We, we've had conversations with several people. Uh, people were talking about the book recommendations. And uh, what, I, what I'm kind of proposing for this is I've been on this reading kick this year, and my goal is to read like 200 books. And I don't think that that's a irrational goal, but I think yeah. if you... 
I, what I want to do is I have a book club. If you guys want to read the same books and maybe follow along on some episodes and just give intake. Cause the thing about reading in the book club is I can read that book in a section of that book. And then I think I know something and someone else says, Hey, I read that same thing. That's not what that means. I would love, right, yeah. I love that. Like, please like we're help us help you. Like I said that plenty of times, so, but we love you and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And for more juicy topics. Dude, that book club's blowing up already. Good night. I know. I was just thinking, I was like, damn, right as I said that, everyone's like, dang, book club, book club, question mark, book club. Oh, man. Everybody, please stay beautiful. We love you. Marty, till next time, my friend. Absolutely, buddy. We'll see you <laughs> later.